Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? How are you doing today? I've got another podcast episode for you guys, and this one actually is very similar to the one that I did yesterday. Yesterday, I did an episode on um, how exercise changes our brain. Como es que el ejercicio cambia nuestro cerebro, ¿sí? Uh, on this one, in today's episode, I want to talk about the science of yoga, la ciencia del yoga. This is something that is super interesting to me because, uh, well, I, I love fitness, I love exercise, I've done a decent amount of yoga, I could probably do more, I definitely could do more, but uh, I am a big, I'm a fan of yoga, I like doing it, I definitely feel the benefits. I think all of us, whenever we've done yoga before, we feel that yes, there are a lot of benefits for it, right? We feel so much calmer afterwards. Esta sensación de, de calma, ¿sí? de paz interior, that calm and that inner peace that we feel from yoga. We all love that feeling and we know we get it afterwards, but I wanted to understand a little bit more of the science of yoga, right? And one of the videos we have in our Keep Talking Interactions catalog is called, well, The Science Behind Yoga. And this is a YouTube video by Laura Plum in 2016 that talks about, well, the science behind yoga. And so I wanted to check this out and also did some of my own individual research. Uh, we, of course, have several people who are kind of part of our team at Keep Talking and who follow us a lot uh, that are yoga instructors. Uh, one of them, for example, is Andrea Vasquez um, from Flying Tree Yoga, who we've had on our podcast before. We also have Paula Restrepo, who we work with. Um, and so I know they'll be excited to hear this. They're probably wondering, Sean, why didn't you ask one of us to do this with you? <laughs> but I assume that since, well, first off, today is a Saturday, so I'm assuming they probably have more exciting things that they're doing on the weekend anyway. And because for me, actually, a big part of why I love Keep Talking so much is that it's really a learning experience well, for all of us, um, it's a program where we teach English, but at the same time, we learn about topics that are interesting for us. And so for me, all of it is really a learning and teaching experience. And this is something that I'm super passionate about, all aspects of health and fitness, mind, body, soul, fitness. And yoga is something that it's like, well, this is always, it's super interesting. I don't really understand what it's doing scientifically to benefit us, right? And so I kind of wanted to study it on my own. And I think that Ultimately, while Andrea and Paula can certainly, and several of the other people that we work with and follow Keep Talking could probably explain things better than I can, I have done a decent amount of research on this, and hopefully they can listen in and maybe they can correct me if I make any um, mistakes or give any information that happens to be incorrect, or if I'm just not explaining things in a very good way. Uh, but anyway, this has been very exciting for me. And so yeah, I'd like to talk to you guys about the science of yoga today. So, and as, as usual, I'll be talking mostly in English, but um, giving some of the key terms in Spanish as well. So, okay, we know that 
yoga is great for stress relief, right? Among other things. Um, we know that there are physical benefits. Um, yoga keeps our, our bones and joints healthy. Las articulaciones y huesos, etc., etc. Para mantener la fuerza de los huesos, bone strength. Um, it helps things like joint mobility and range of motion. El rango de movimiento de las articulaciones. Joint stability, estabilidad de los huesos. Improves posture, strength, coordination, etc., etc. Uh, todo eso a nivel físico. These are all the things on a physical level that it does. And it also reduces anxiety. And that's probably the main reason a lot of people do yoga is because they see how much it can reduce anxiety and has been proven to reduce depression as well. Um, for example, it, there was a study that I read about where just doing an average of 12 minutes a day of yoga significantly reduced the amount of depression and anxiety and just had a general increase in the positive experiences that people would feel by just doing 12 minutes of yoga per day on average. But the question is why? Scientifically, why? ¿Por qué científicamente el yoga nos ayuda a sentir menos depresión, ansiedad, más experiencias positivas, etc., etc.? So, this is where it gets interesting. We have almost kind of a dichotomy. Maybe dichotomy is the wrong word. But um, an, an Eastern philosophy versus Western philosophy difference, right? Because in the West, particularly in pieces, places like the United States where I'm from, we are big on practical science, if that makes sense. Pharmaceutical science, which actually has become sort of a, a pet peeve of mine, something I don't like about our Western culture. And we've ignored a lot of Eastern philosophy, spirituality, a lot of things that people from, you know, let's say different parts of, of Asia, the Eastern part of the world, have understood a lot better than we have for a long time. And so Eastern philosophy, which is of course sort of where yoga comes from, has understood some of these benefits much better than we have in the West. Now, the difficult thing is there are parts of this that Western medicine just can't really study the way we like to study it. And I'm gonna talk more about that in a minute. But what we do know is that yoga changes your brain and many other parts of the body, just like exercise does. Of course, it is a form of exercise, uh, but the same way that lifting weights does, the same way that you know running or cardio exercise does. So just like I mentioned in yesterday's episode, um, how exercise changes your brain, check that out if you missed it, yoga does the same thing. Now, in this YouTube video that I talked about, it essentially talks about how there are four components of yoga. There's physical posture, um, and working the body to affect our global function, so postura física, funcionamiento del cuerpo, self-regulation, autorregulación, right? Controlling internal stress and emotional response, controlando el estrés interno, respuesta emocional, cultivation of mind-body awareness, cultivación de conocimiento, digamos. Awareness is kind of a tough word to translate, but let's go with conocimiento, eh, de mente, eh, cuerpo, o de espíritu, the whole mind-body-soul connection, and then experiencing deeper spiritual transcending states, even if short-term. So, experimentar estados, pues, más profundos, espiritu espirituales, transcendientes, aunque sean de corto plazo. So, why does it do this? What's the science behind it? Let's talk about breathing first. Respiración. Okay, so taking fewer, more elongated breaths, right? Respiraciones más largas y profundas and really expanding our lungs when we breathe, expandiendo nuestros pulmones. What does this do? Well, it activates the parasympathetic nervous system instead of the sympathetic nervous system. It lowers the heart rate, dilates the blood vessels, 
and it's been shown to reduce blood pressure because of all this. So activa el sistema parasimpatético, sistema nervioso parasimpatético, eh, baja el ritmo cardíaco, dilata los vasos sanguíneos y también reduce la presión sanguínea. And now, of course, blood pressure is governed by the sympathetic nervous system, uh, which is sort of, it's, it's a messenger basically for our stress response. I'm probably butchering the scientific um, description of this here, but work with me. So now, speaking about the nervous systems, right? The parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest system, and the sympathetic, which is the fight or flight, right? Uh, what, what does yoga do for our brain? What, what is it doing? Well. Part of it has to do with something called GABA, which is gamma, excuse me, gamma amino butyric acid. And yes, as you can tell, I haven't pronounced this one very many times, but what it is, is a naturally occurring amino acid that works as a neurotransmitter in the brain. It has a natural calming effect on the brain and can even be taken as a supplement as well. Um, now, GABA acti activity tends to be lower in people with anxiety and and with mood disorders and higher levels basically when you do yoga you produce higher levels of this brain chemical which then will reduce anxiety and and those mood disorders doing yoga also reduces the level of the stress hormone cortisol um, entonces estamos hablando aquí de ciertas hormonas aminoácidos en el cerebro que, yo, que el yoga reduce o activa según la necesidad para calmar más el cerebro ¿sí? and so and another thing that yoga does is the focus, having our attention focused, the way we have to do it in yoga, really does change our brain activity and our brain structure. The plasticity, la plasticidad, is that, is that the word in Spanish? Sometimes I get confused. La plasticidad y la estructura del cerebro. Todo se cambia a través de la atención, el enfoque que, pues que, que logramos con el yoga. So we're, we're really changing our body at a cellular and molecular level, our body and our brain. We're not just changing things on a behavioral, behavioral level, but we're changing things at a cellular and molecular level. Now, um, it can also, the other things that are mentioned in some of the articles I was reading, and I've got links to these articles in the show notes, are that yoga can actually, it enhances and changes gene activity, uh, it enhances the immune response and can even reduce inflammation. So, aumentar, pues cambiar la actividad de, de los genes, eh, aumentar la respuesta inmunitaria y reducir inflamación. Okay, so, some of this might sound like a lot of scientific mumbo-jumbo, muchas palabras científicas, ¿verdad? Now I'm going to go into something that's a little bit less, you know, Western scientific and a little bit more Eastern philosophical Anyway, so let's talk about chakras. A couple months ago, if you'd asked me, I would have said, what the heck are chakras, right? What is a chakra? So a chakra is basically, well, okay. It's like an energy center. It's a channel of energy or energy center in the body. And there are seven of them. These are things that I've learned from Andrea and several other people in the yoga field. Um, we don't really have actual instruments in Western medicine to biomedically measure the energy flow to these centers but eastern medicine eastern's med eastern medicine's got these things on lockdown and when i say they got these things on lockdown lo que significa lo que quiero decir es que eh, la medicina oriental entiende muy bien cómo funciona eso aunque nosotros no but a chakra okay so what it really means the word itself means wheel or rueda in Sanskrit. It's like a wheel of energy, una rueda de energía. So we've got seven chakras that go from the base of the spine all the way up to the top of the head, okay? So these chakras are sort of like they're energy transducers for subtle energy, 
right? Because according to Eastern medical systems, the body really contains these channels where sort of like an invisible an invisible energy, which they call chi, flows through. Um, and it's, it's, you know, they sort of call it like a vital energy or life force, right? Um, some people call it universal energy. Um, but like I said, it's something that essentially Western medicine does not know a lot about, but it has to do with electromagnetic universal energy. Um, I've got article links down below. Like I said, the science is above my pay grade. O sea, la ciencia yo no puedo describir tan bien en eso, pero tengo artículos abajo, referencias que pueden ver. Um, especially look at, uh, it says article one about chakras is the way I listed in the show notes. Um, but basically, it's all related to what they call integral physiology. And it's just something that's just starting starting to be studied by Western medicine. It's sort of like the next frontier, la próxima cosa que se va a estudiar en medicina. So look up chakras, learn more about it, but it's these subtle energy centers that we have in our body. And I actually have a friend who performed an, um, a thing called Reiki on me recently, which told me that a lot of my chakras, the energy flow is blocked to them. So uh, hopefully if I continue to do a little bit more yoga every day, you know, maybe not the full hour of high intense yoga that Andrea likes to do and then put me through to torture me, but like, you know, maybe 10 or 12 minutes of yoga every day, I can get more energy flowing through these chakras. So, um, of course, there are physical benefits to yoga as well. Um, well, I'm just going to kind of read, I'm going to read you a little bit of what I found on Wikipedia. I know I'm not supposed to use Wikipedia as a source, but I use Wikipedia as a source. Anyway, so yoga involves both isotonic activity, which means the shortening of muscles under load, and unlike many forms of exercise, a substantial amount of isometric activity. Um, now, in any type of asana, which are sort of the holds that you do for a long period of time. Essentially, this is a way that it's building muscle strength. So it's building muscle strength, even though it's not typically, you know, something that meatheads like me think of as building strength, like weightlifting. Yoga is, of course, building strength as well. So physical benefits in addition to the mental um, uh, and emotional and spiritual benefits. And I think that's the big thing. To sum things up, yoga, particularly when you focus on taking those long, slow breaths, it really calms the brain and it also reduces blood pressure and heart rate due to several different mechanisms. Basically, all of these neurological and physiological mechanisms are what put us into that calm state when we finish the ses session of yoga. Todos esos mecanismos neurológicos, fisiológicos, nos llevan a estar en un estado de mucha calma después de terminar una sesión de yoga. So, um... Yeah, that's, that's sort of the main science behind it. And that's something I wanted to share with you guys. It's been an interesting learning experience for me. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have more questions about it, be sure to reach out. Also, be sure to definitely reach out to Andrea Vasquez and Paula Restrepo and many of our other friends who are much better yoga experts than I am. But I can tell you that all of the information that I just told you um, is factual unless all these sources on the internet are lying to me. Um, so it is factual information I just told you, even though I'm not the best expert on it. Like I said, I've got a couple references articles down in the show notes. Um, you can also see a link to the YouTube video there as well. And we've got a lot of different initiatives going on here at Keep Talking. Some of them involve actually yoga. We have uh, yoga sessions with Andrea that you can sign up with. Um, so reach out to us, reach out to Andrea Vasquez at Flying Tree Yoga as well. Um, 
If you're interested in learning more about this, reach out to Paula Restrepo. I'm just, they probably won't even like me if they listen to this because they'll be like, why are you promoting us unsolicited? But anyway, <laughs> they are yoga experts. Definitely reach out to them. Um, be sure to stay in contact with us at Keep Talking because we are a lifestyle brand. We want you to not only improve your English, but also improve your life. Mejorar tu inglés y también mejorar tu vida, tu estilo de vida, tu, sens tu sensación de bienestar. Todos los días, well-being, mind, body, soul, etc., etc. Well, let's get some energy flowing into those chakras. That's all that I've got for you guys today. But thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keep talking co and check out our website keep talking.co to join our community and learn